you've been counting the show started my show at four o'clock it's 6 23 now and this is our first mention of prince harry and spare maybe you think oh v can't you spare us just one day just don't talk about it at all i'm sorry it's absolutely compulsory we cannot avoid it not fully not entirely just a little bit but not completely maybe tomorrow we won't mention it at all let's all just hope and pray that we can get through an entire show tomorrow without once invoking the name of prince harry or harold as his brother willie calls him let's talk though to the chap who volunteered it's not like we asked him to or made him do it we didn't compel him we haven't forced him he wanted to he wanted to read the whole damn thing every last word every syllable for us and then give us his considered verdict on the thing and here he is it's christo fufas our very own hello there hello look look at all of these oh. these are all my post-its having gone through it and you're quite right i have now finished it <laughs> and the final chapter which is the final part i should say part three yeah which uh, centers around him meeting megan i think this is the part that you'd read us yeah that's the bit yesterday. i read and then i just pegged out i must say I really yeah just right thought, oh. up to them leaving the royal family yes. making their life in California. Okay, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something first, because so we can get to the nitty and the gritty of this. Having read the part, and so I've read it too, do you think you now understand why Prince Harry said Meghan, Archie and I fled for our lives? We had no choice but to flee, and flee we did. We fled. Do you understand why they felt that? I think fleeing for their lives... Mm -hmm is the sort of hyperbole we've heard a lot of in the book. But what I will say is actually, surprisingly, this was the part of the book I thought would anger me the most. This is actually the part of the book where I did feel a little sorry for them, actually. Interesting. OK, why did you? What did you feel? What touched you about it? Uh, because clearly, Megan did not gel. It is absolutely clear in this section mm -hmm. of the book that there were a number of factors. It was almost the perfect storm of factors that meant that she just was not going to work out as harry references many times cultural differences i.e very very over friendly american wanted to throw her arms around people buy them gifts hold her staff to account borrow lip gloss be pally pally with kate that just did not work and um, that's not necessarily something that she did that was malicious but clearly it just didn't gel mm -hmm. with members of the royals there was also i think if you look at the context i say it's a perfect storm because everything in the book thus far mm. has been harry feeling isolated feeling like he was left out complaining about getting the smallest room in sandringham at christmas complaining that as the spare uh, nothing really was ever considered for him yep. he was consequential inconsequential and and but it always worked towards when i meet the love of my life when i meet my wife mm. it will all fall into place and it clearly didn't because as it turned out they were still both quite inconsequential and if we thought he was obsessed with the press up until now it takes on a new okay, so let, let me give section. you one example that I noted when I was reading it. So Harry and Meghan 
go to the Invictus Games together. So they know that this means that their relationship is going to be beamed all over the world. Everybody's going to see them together. And people will remember how happy they looked and how much they laughed and how nice they, they seemed together. And Meghan was wearing a big white shirt. I think people would call it a boyfriend shirt and a pair of ripped jeans. And I suppose, I don't really remember reading particularly at the time, but I suppose some journalists might have said, why was she wearing ripped jeans? It looked very informal, it looked too casual, or something like that. Now, Harry says in the book that Meghan's outfit was run past the palace and they okayed it. So that when journalists the next day said, why was she wearing ripped jeans? This was a very informal look. The palace should have, Harry says, come out and said, no, we said she could wear it. It's our responsibility. It's our fault. If there's any fault, we okayed it. And Harry kind of, there's a dire little sentence, which is something like, if only they had done that, you know, if only they had. And thus almost begins the, 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 the sort of litany of occasions when Harry feels that the press did him wrong and the palace should have come out and corrected it. Is that right? Do you agree I, with, with my I, interpretation? I, I, yeah, I, th I understand that that's exactly what his gripe is. And yeah. there comes the perfect storm of an American actress who's been able to control the narrative in her life thus far mm -hmm. with a royal who's constantly frustrated that no one wants to help him with his narrative. Yeah. And did he, because it, 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 it is almost delusional because is he really saying he expected the palace to put out a state defending ripped jeans yes I mean, he is saying that's exactly not. what he's saying he that, is that, that's ridiculous of course they're not going to do that of course but the fact that they didn't consequential the fact that they didn't say that they had passed the clothes as fine made him feel and made megan feel as the book tells us increasingly kind of misunderstood, misrepresented, mistreated and out on a limb, didn't it? Because, you know, she wears the outfit, she's run it past the palace, they say it's fine, she gets criticised for it. The palace don't say, oh, no, we said it was fine. So you can see that she's feeling now, isn't how she? About, but how about then just brushing it off and going, well, who cares? He actually writes when he talks about his therapist, and I'll read it to you. His therapist asks him, when he has therapy in London for his issues, yeah. his therapist asks why he is uh, not a drug addict with all the drugs that he's admitted to doing. Right. And he says to his therapist, if there was one thing I did seem undeniably addicted, it was the press, mm -hmm. reading it, raging at it. These were obvious compulsions and so his constant reading and churning made him probably act in a more aggressive way towards the press which put the back of the press up which made them write more about it and isn't it interesting it that prince charles or the king that the king constantly says to harry don't read it darling boy don't yeah. read it that's his advice just don't read it but harry doesn't seem to be able to stop reading it and getting more and more aggrieved and outraged and betrayed and furious and hurt and upset and megan the same and also he references as well um this is on page 351 mm. how basically the argument you remember the the, the argument about the bridesmaids dress which yes. has been widely reported that um if the story's wrong what's the real story what did happen between the two duchesses mm. that door must never be opened meaning that the palace would never release a statement mm. because it would embarrass the future queen queen meaning Kate. So he actually knows the reasons why the palace wouldn't put out statements to make mm. Kate look bad, but he is furious and it's almost like he doesn't understand how the hierarchy works. 
He also constantly in this section references Camilla as the villain. Um, uh, and they go on in that section to talk about how William had let it slip to Camilla that there had been tension over the bridesmaids' dresses. It ends up in the press. Camilla is the evil stepmother in this section. He even references mm. when she turned her his bedroom into a dressing into a room at Highgrove. Oh, a dressing room. And, and, and he was furious about it, and it hurt his feelings. Yeah. He was 28 at the time. He was 28. What, what about yeah, the bit still... where he says, you know, two sisters-in-law, he says, Megan, barefoot, natural, Kate, he says, done up to the nines. Absolutely. And again, that is the complete difference in cultures, difference in, in the way in which they approach things. And he can't see Meg, uh, Megan, I keep, I'm calling her Meg now. Because he does, he yeah, yeah. Um, but he cannot see that she does anything wrong at all and even when William says in absolute words um Megan is difficult mm. she's difficult she's rude she's abrasive she's alienated half the staff he will not hear well, he it. says of Megan just... yeah I wish my other half would say this about me he says of Megan perfect 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 and then he so that's basically the adjective that he has appropriated for megan she's perfect well that's what you want a husband to think of his wife and and the mother of his children perfect 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 absolutely can i just say one other thing um, there's been a lot written about the inaccuracies the tk max sales trips that couldn't have happened the bermuda posting that was apparently inaccurate and and all of these him being related to henry v inaccurate I've not found any inaccuracies above what's been reported. Mm -hmm. What I have done for you is I went back over the Oprah interview today yes. to look at what they'd said in that. No mention in spare of the parent racist royal mm -hmm. at all. No mention of that at all about the conversation about Archie's skin colour, which was whatever it was, racism, racial insensitivity, whatever. No mention of Meghan talking to the senior royal about mental health problems and being denied help. Again, not in spare at all. No mention of Archie um, not being given a title. Again, these were the big gripes of the Oprah interview as to why they said they left. Mm. None of those are in this section. Krista, you really have done beyond your duty. You really have. You deserve to be mentioned in the New Year's Honours list for that. He waded through the entire thing and you saw those post-it notes to prove it. <laughs>